Jeremy Grimes. Getting in, as someone said about war, is easy. It's getting out that presents the problem. And we could say the very same thing about marriage. While faint heart never won fair lady, there's many a bold lad who wishes he hadn't been quite so courageous. We promise to love, honor, and obey as long as we shall live. The trouble is, some of us live a long time. While love? Well, for a great many people, it just comes and goes, doesn't it? But you said you'd be able to talk him out of it. I tried, and I failed. Now we'll have to kill him. Murder? Yes, murder. And it has to be done before Monday. There must be another way. Listen. To what? We can have a long moral discussion, but why bother? In the end, we can only arrive at one answer. We have to kill him. Our mystery drama, Tippecanoe and Tyler Two, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Carol Titel and Cynthia Harris. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Master Mechanic Tools, sold exclusively by True Value Hardware Stores, are an unbeatable combination of quality and value. Hi, Pat Summerall to tell you the Master Mechanic 6-gallon wet-dry vacuum is designed for heavy-duty cleanups in your garage or workshop. It picks up water as well as nails, ashes, and other debris, and comes complete with accessories, all for just $52.28. Plus, it's backed by the Master Mechanic promise of satisfaction or free replacement at participating True Value Hardware Stores and Home Centers. This is the sound of trouble. Problems in your vegetable garden. Insects and disease that can take a big bite out of tomatoes and other garden vegetables. But you can fight back with ortho tomato vegetable dust. Now you can wipe out worms, annihilate aphids, banish beetles and thrips, and defend against disease. With ortho tomato vegetable dust. Convenient, ready to use, ortho tomato vegetable dust is tough on insects and disease, but won't harm plants. Just dust it on right from the container. The exclusive new container only from Ortho that lets you spray up, down, all around without clumping or clogging. So you can get at insects and disease wherever they occur, quickly and easily, with no mess, no waste. This is the sound of success. A healthy harvest of delicious vegetables. At Ortho, our concern for gardens is always growing. Love me in December as you did in May, asks the old ballad, and thereby hangs many a tale, especially the one you're about to hear, December and May. Can they ever be happily matched, satisfactorily mated? May, its radiant promise still unfulfilled, and December, its race already run? Here is a spinster, or perhaps we should say a maiden lady named Dorcas Downey. 
You could sum the whole thing up and say there's no fool like an old fool. Adam Cartwright and I had been neighbors and friends for over 50 years, since we were children. On this particular day, Adam had come over for afternoon tea. Thank you, Dorcas. Mm -hmm. But you should know, after all these years, that I take two lumps, not one. I know perfectly well what you take, Adam, but I'm cutting you down. Why? You reach a certain age, you have to be careful about your intake of sugar. Oh, you think I'm getting old, Dorcas, hmm? We go back a long way, Adam. <laughs> Wish I hadn't brought this up. Well, we can always drop it. Yes. You know, I never get tired of looking at this view. <laughs> blue sky, blue water. Besides, Dorcas, a person is only as old as he feels. Is that so? Well, he doesn't have to think he's old just because of the calendar and the clock. Well, where are you headed, Adam? I'm, uh... I'm thinking of getting married. Married? Why shouldn't I get married? Oh, I can't think of a reason. Oh, you could think of a great many reasons. I'm too old. If all I want is companionship, I can, I can have that without marriage, hmm? And so on and so forth. Yeah, but you're... You're overlooking something. Oh, I haven't said a word. Yeah, but I know what you're thinking. Let me tell you this, Dorcas Downey. I want love. I want the excitement of romance. Ursula's been dead for more than ten years. Our marriage at best was... Well, it was placid. What, what are you trying to do, Adam? Sell me the idea or sell it to yourself? I finally met someone. Uh-huh. Someone with whom I want to share my life. I feel as if I've been born all over again. And uh, who is the lady that performed this feat of magic? Um, Sally Lewis. Sally Lewis? Your secretary? I know what you're going to say. She's half my age. At least. What can she see in me? Oh, oh I know what she sees in you. Oh, I can always depend on you to be cynical. She has fallen in love with me. Would she have fallen in love with you had you been the porter instead of the owner of the factory? You see, that's what I mean. Well, it has to be said. Very well. And what else do you have to say? I've said it all. Except for one word. Congratulations. Sally Lewis. I had only been occasionally aware of her as Adam's secretary... At first, I had assumed that she was too pretty to be really efficient. Then I realized it was the kind of thinking I would deplore in a man. Naturally, I arranged for lunch. Adam told me about this view. Yes, it is beautiful. Coffee? Thank you. My grandparents and Adams built these houses, oh, well over a hundred years ago. Easily, because my grandfather died in the Spanish-American War. Oh, how long ago and far away, and what musty old history that must sound like now. <laughs> Did you want to talk about history as opposed to what? What's really on your mind? Which is? You don't like me, do you? My dear young lady, you understate the case. Well, what's the complaint? You had your chance. I did? You had two of them. First at the young Adam Cartwright, but he turned you down for Ursula. Forty years later, he was free again. He chose me. 
Are you in love with him? Of course I'm in love with him. Would you be in love with him if he were poor? Would he be in love with me if I were ugly? Now, what love, anyway? But I would dearly love to hear your definition of it. It makes more practical sense than yours, Miss Downey. Miss Downey? You're what? Sixty years old and you've always been Miss Downey? You may be a smart woman in certain areas, but love to you is a foreign language. And I would assume that you speak it fluently. All you have to do is tell the one you love exactly what he wants to hear. Is that honest? (laughs) What does honesty have to do with it? You've been honest all your life. And who have you got to keep you warm in your old age? What's in this for you? Money. Naturally. He's not as wealthy as some people think. I'm in his office. I know the assets to the penny. In a year or two or three, he'll want to retire. Then I intend to take over the management of the factory. Oh, you're marrying the company. Yes, of course. Tippecanoe, one of the leading names in fine, high-quality, classic American furniture for over 150 years. He doesn't know the first thing about marketing and merchandising. And you do. There are millions and millions to be made. And he thinks you love him. May I wish you every happiness? Thank you. I know it's impossible, but I do wish we could be friends. I revised my opinion of that young lady in a hurry. A cold, calculating manner frightened me. She had, oh, what word am I looking for? Um, a serpentine quality. Deadly. Adam was my oldest, dearest friend. But how could I warn him without alienating him forever? So they were married, and like two lovebirds, flew off on their honeymoon. You're back, Adam. Time for tea, I hope. Here you are. Dorcas, she's made me very happy. Well, then that's all that matters. So happy, I want to retire. And then? Do what I always wanted. Which is what? Well, we used to talk about it all the time, you and I, when we were children. On the boat, just sail leisurely all around the world. You don't remember. Oh. I suppose you just dismissed it as a as childish dreaming at the time. Yes, I did. But I mean it. I always meant it. I see. Just just to 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 live on a sailboat. To put into port whenever you like, stay as long as you please, come and go as the winds take you. It's just the kind of free and easy, open life that Sally and I have been talking about. And Tippecanoe? The factory? Well, you know, I always hated it. But it's the family tradition. But no one ever asked me did I want to go into the furniture business. It was naturally assumed from the moment of my birth. I tried my very best, but it didn't go. No, Tippecanoe has been sinking steadily. I understand. But with proper management, it can come back and be even greater than before. I wish them luck. The new owners. You mean 
You sold Tipper Canoe? No, but I intend to. Oh, do you have a customer? I'm going to practically give it away. To whom? To the people who deserve it most. To those longtime loyal employees who spent their working lives there and and who truly love the place. Oh. I have enough money for Sally and me to live nicely, but modestly, on the boat. Tell me, Adam, have you, um, discussed this plan with Sally? No, no, no. I'm still formulating it in my mind. Uh-huh. I'm telling it to you because I wanted to talk it out and, well, hear how it sounds. And how does it sound? Oh, wonderful. Well, all you have to do is break the news to Sally. I intend to do that tonight. I would have given a great deal to be there when he told her, but of course that was impossible. Poor Sally. There was her whole, um, what do they call it today? Game plan. Down the tubes. You're what, darling? Oh. I'm getting rid of Tippy Canoe. Well, yes, but why? Because, my dearest, I have neither the head nor the heart for the furniture business. Yes, Angel, but Tippy Canoe has, well, it has the name, the, the acceptance to become the most wealthy and powerful company in the industry. Yes, I know. And, and you're just going to give it away? Why? Because of you, darling. Me? Yes. You gave me the courage. To... to do what? To risk being poor. But... You inspire me to live for the important things. The eternal things. Suddenly, I feel we can do this together. Roam the world free, unfettered. Oh, but sweetheart, what... what happens to tip a canoe? <laughs> Who cares? But uh, the family tradition... Not all family traditions are worth maintaining. Now we'll take the open sea and the open sky. Wouldn't you like that better? Oh, darling, you're absolutely right. You really think so? My silly Adam, would I say so if I didn't? But, you know, I, I do want you to consider something. Of course, dear. I'm... Well, I, I don't want you to do anything, oh, well, for at least a year. Why? Do you trust your little Sally? Well, you certainly, certainly. Well, I find the idea, which is absolutely overwhelming. I would love to load up that sailboat tonight and be off with the morning tide. But I'm thinking of you. Is this what you really want? Oh, yes. I mean, you say that you've always hated the factory, but still... You spent your whole life working there. Why? Well, I told you till now I never had the courage to get rid of it. Yes, but perhaps deep inside you, without being really aware of it, you love the place. Oh, no. Oh, darling, I fell in love with you because you were one of a kind. You were a, a complete romantic. There aren't very many like you in the world. And so I have to somehow attempt to provide a bit of balance. But we we both want to do this thing. Of course we do. But once we do, our decision is irrevocable. The die is cast. All I'm saying is, well, let's take six months, a, a year, just to make sure of our true feelings. Now, is that too much to ask? Mm-hmm. 
do you like the way she feels with that one? Obviously, she's stalling and playing for time. Who knew what can happen in six months or a year? Maybe she can get him to change his mind. Maybe something might befall him. An accident of some kind. Who knows? We have all sorts of options to explore when I return shortly with Act Two. What's as beautiful as a summer sunrise and delicious besides? Summer, summer fruits, it wouldn't be summer without us. Fresh plums and nectarines are here at last. Fresh from the tree, taste them and see. So sweet and juicy. California summer fruits taste as good as summer fields. Nature's way of smiling. Fresh plums and nectarines. Sponsored by the growers of California summer fruits. Here's how to tell Skyhawk, the new smaller Buick, with your eyes closed. The doors, for instance, sound like this. Unless you get the sedan, then it's like this. Similarly, the hood and the trunk shut with a satisfyingly solid... The new Skyhawk, you see, is very precisely built and inspected hundreds of times in hundreds of places, so everything fits like... Excepting, of course, where people sit. There, the fit is more like... The new Buick Skyhawk. Everything fits beautifully, including you. That's nice. This is a message about people. 13 business people. The 13 that comprise your Detroit area Cadillac group. This group of automobile dealers is somewhat different from other dealers in the area. Different because they recognize that they have a proud tradition to uphold. Different because just as they were here yesterday, you can be assured that they'll be here tomorrow. For as long as anyone in this area can remember, Detroit area Cadillac dealers have been here through good times and bad, selling and servicing what is always recognized as the finest automobile built in America. They've maintained the highest standards of quality and integrity throughout their history, and they're committed to doing just that in the future. They're the kind of people with whom you'll want to do business, because they're as far from the ordinary as the automobiles they sell. Life is filled with all sorts of unexpected ironies, little twists and turns of fate. For instance, you marry a man for his money, but you convince him that you've married him for love. You convince him so completely and thoroughly that he actually believes it and says, in effect, who needs money? Let's give it away and just live on love. I didn't see Adam or his bride for several weeks. After all, newlyweds do esteem their privacy, or so I've been told. I was anxious to know how she had reacted to Adam's great decision to change his whole way of life and give away the factory. But, of course, I couldn't ask. And then, one afternoon... Dorcas! Why, Adam, it's you! Oh, oh, what a pleasant surprise. Here we are, next-door neighbors, and we hardly see each other. Newlyweds don't need company. Dorcas, how could you ever be company? Did you come down to the dock to buy some fish? Well, what other reason would I have? I bet you're going to make that special seafood stew. Uh, why don't you and Mrs. Cartwright come over to dinner one night? Mrs. Cartwright? Dorcas, you and I are old friends. Yes, but your wife and I aren't even new friends. Dorcas, I wish you'd make an effort to... Yes? Well... 
accept her. And what difference does it make whether or not an old spinster like me accepts her or uh, doesn't? <laughs> you just can't believe that this is a true love match, can you? <laughs> what are you doing down here? Sally's coming in on the ferry. She had some errands in town. What ever happened to your plan to give away the factory and sail around the world? Oh, we're just uh, delaying it a bit. Oh, there, there, there. The boat's docking now. Uh, any particular reason for the postponement? No, but Sally thinks we should sort of sleep on it for a bit. In other words, she's against it. Oh, no. She's enthusiastically in favor. I'm over here, darling. It's just she doesn't think you can run off on these things half-cocked. Well, I'll be seeing you, Adam. Well, wait, wait and say hello to Sam. No, I really must be getting home. I know she's seen you from the boat. If you leave now, it'll be poignant. Sally, dear. Hello, Adam, darling. Oh, why, it's Mrs. Downey. Well, hello. Dorcas is shopping for fish for one of her famous stews. Perhaps we can prevail upon her to invite us over one night. Why, any time. Give you a lift home, Dorcas? I had planned on the walk. It's going to rain any minute. Well, then I can take a taxi. No, I won't hear of it. Now, will you two just excuse me for a minute? I, I've got to stop in at the post office. I'm sure he did that in the hope that you and I might get to know each other better. <laughs> and uh, how is your campaign coming? My campaign? To keep him from giving away the factory. After all, by your own admission, you didn't marry him. You married Tippy Canoe. Oh, well, I think I'll be able to talk him out of it. Oh, I don't think so. He really wants it. More than anything else in the world. More than me. I don't underestimate your considerable physical magic. But... In the end, my money will ride on the sailboat. <laughs> I don't think you know the score. I didn't up till now, which is why I lost him. How could you have lost him? You never had him. True. And the reason? I didn't take that sailboat seriously. No. He's going to give away Tippy Canoe and go sailing round the world, even if he has to do it alone. Incidentally, how is your boyfriend? My boyfriend? Well, I'm sure you have one. A full-blooded, vibrant girl like you. You need one. How could Adam be enough for you? He'd be enough for me, but <laughs> then uh, I'm only an old spinster. <laughs> You're guessing. Uh, Dorcas, Miss Cartwright. Hello, Sheriff. Hello. Uh, Dorcas, I was up past your house just before, and you know, the front door was open. Was it? Yes. Now, Dorcas, how many times do I have to tell you you can't do that no more? Especially not during the tourist season, anyhow. Well, see you ladies later. And, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yes, yes, your boyfriend. Of course I was bluffing. Or was I? She had to have a boyfriend, someone closer to her age. And as I looked at her face, I knew the shot in the dark had hit the target. About a week later, I had crossed over to the mainland for the day... And as I was waiting for the ferry to discharge its passengers and start back, 
I saw a familiar figure. Oh, please stand back, folks. Now, bring it on before they disembark. I stepped behind a post to make sure she wouldn't see me. And as I watched her get off the boat and walk to the street, a tall, dark-haired man of about 35 came forward to greet her. They exchanged a quick kiss, and then they got into an automobile and drove off. Well, then, I did something I simply cannot hope to explain. As if I were a, a, a character in a movie, I hailed a taxi. And I said to the driver, for these words actually coming from my mouth, follow that car. Well, I followed them to a small Italian restaurant. Luckily, the place was rather dark, and they were sitting in a booth. I managed to get seated in the booth just behind them where I could hear without being seen. <laughs> the old fool. Oh, the pathetic old fool. How do you stand it? I think of Jacob. <coughs> Jacob? Jacob who? Jacob, the son of Isaac. Oh. Now, he had to labor seven years for Rachel. Well, I think uh, by the time he was through, it was closer to 14. Well, I have to put in my time in labor for Tippecanoe. I certainly hope it won't be 14 years. Oh, Harry, how long can the old fellow last? Well, you know, some of these old codgers can hang on forever. Now, this thing he has about giving away the factory, have you talked him out of it yet? Oh, I, don't, I don't know, Harry. You don't know? Well, shouldn't it be easy? Well, yes, darling, it should be, but somehow it isn't. And there's a gold mine waiting there for just the right kind of exploitation. Oh, look, we can't let him give it away. Don't worry. But, but you must admit, it is something to worry about. It was meant to be. One day, you and I will be married. And then, what will my name be? You know what your name will be. Just say it. Go ahead. <laughs> Mrs. Harry Tyler. There you are. Tiffica knew, and Tyler, too. <laughs> the thing was fated. Well, it's all very well to talk about fate. But the fact is, if you can't talk him out of it... Darling, if I can talk him out of it, then we... Well, we'll just have to find another way to handle it. But you... Oh, sweetie, we have so little time together. Let's not waste another minute on Adam Cartwright. So that was the way the wind was blowing. And predictably. I had all this information, but the question was, what to do with it? As I was debating my course of action, the answer came from, of all people, why, it's Sally Cartwright. May I come in? May I offer you some tea? Let's get down to business. Well, I wasn't aware that we had any. I saw you at the ferry slip in town the other day. Oh? Even though you stepped behind a post in order to hide. Hide? From whom? From me, naturally. And then, do you know what you did? You got into a cab and followed us to Rosati's. And then, you sneaked into the booth behind us. True? True. Where I'm sure you overheard our conversation. Most of it. And then you followed us to the motel. Why did you do it? To prove a point. To whom? Perhaps to Adam. Your word against mine? A jealous, bitter spinster? I could present proof. People have seen you together in the restaurant, the motel. Oh, what makes you think Adam needs proof? 
Are you saying he knows about Harry? Not Harry Tyler specifically. But in his heart, he knows there must be someone. Still, he can live with it. If it remains his very own secret. But should you drag it out into the open... Uh, The blow to his ego would be quite severe, wouldn't it? And that's why he doesn't want your proof. It would force him to divorce me. Then, there you are. Out in the cold. And so are you. He would hate you for the rest of his life. You would be the serpent who destroyed his little paradise. So if you think you can gain something for yourself, you'll wind up the biggest loser. If you're doing it for him, you'll only make him hopelessly miserable. Well, I'm so glad we could have this little chat. We really should visit more often. There was really no way to take her. She had me effectively checkmated, stymied, however you want to put it. Well, I was busy for some weeks with my own affairs. Not love affairs, unfortunately, but community affairs. And then, one evening, I was at a concert. Dorcas! Dorcas! Why, Adam, it's you. Did you enjoy it? Well, you know me. I'm tone deaf. I I, I just show up for the looks of the thing. Let me walk home, will you? Oh, isn't Sally here? No, no, she's spending the evening in town. College friend had a baby she wanted to visit. Oh, yes. Mm. It's a lovely night, isn't it? See the silvery reflection of the moon on the water? Oh, to be out on the open sea under a moon like that. Especially with someone you love. Mm Mm-hmm. When, um... When are you giving away the factory and starting off on your trip around the world, Adam? Or has that been cancelled? Why would it be cancelled? Oh, it's just that I hadn't heard anything about it lately. Well, I don't want to say too much until I'm just about ready to sign the papers and take off. And when will that be? Soon. I'm getting restless. No later than September 1st. Oh, that's two months from now. Uh Uh-huh, two months. And then I shall be free forever. Is, um, Sally aware of this September 1 departure date? Certainly going to discuss it tomorrow when she comes home. She came home the following morning. I could see them from my place, sitting on their veranda having coffee. And was it my imagination... Or was her face actually clouding over? Finally, he left. I felt I simply had to walk over there. Well, how's Harry Tyler? If you don't mind, I'm in no mood for company. Oh, then Adam has told you. Told me what? D-Day is the 1st of September. That's what he thinks. He's not going to give away the factory. My dear, I'm afraid we shall never have a modern version of Tippecanoe and Tyler, too. Adam will get rid of the business and set sail into the sunset or sunrise. I won't permit it. Oh? And how do you intend to stop him? There are ways. I must tell you, when she said that, 
a chill ran through my body. Her voice was cold as ice, as hard and as sharp as pointed steel. There was a look in her eyes, a burning, smoldering look. I could almost feel it searing my flesh. What did she think she could do about it? But even as the question formed itself in my mind, the answer was also taking shape. The dreadful, inevitable answer. I'm sure by now we have all figured out what that answer will be. Suddenly the game turns deadly. But you expected it from the beginning, of course. We all know that when December marries May, something, somewhere, has to give. Give me just a few minutes, and I shall return with Act 3. What do doctors recommend to avoid constipation? These days, doctors stress the importance of dietary fiber to help the system regulate itself naturally. Metamucil is the laxative made from natural fiber. No chemical stimulants. That's why doctors recommend Metamucil more often than any other laxative. Try Metamucil powder or pre-measured packets of Metamucil Instant Mix in regular or orange flavor and save 50 cents. Look for the coupon in June's Reader's Digest. Read label and follow directions. Weekdays, from the creators of The Young and the Restless, it's capital, desire, and passion set behind the marble curtain of power in Washington, D.C. Then, follow the lives of people searching for their place in the sun on Guiding Light. And stay tuned for Glamour and Laughs as Bert Convey brings you celebrity couples and their hilarious secrets on Tattletales. You never know what Tattletales will tell. That's Capital, Guiding Light, and Tattletales. Weekdays on CBS Television. Check your local listings for the time. I'm Lorette Rupi, Director of Peace Corps. In 60 countries around the world, Peace Corps volunteers are sharing their skills and knowledge with people who really need them. But we need more volunteers, and we need them now. Volunteers are urgently needed in agriculture, math, science, and biology. Call Peace Corps now for more information. 800-424-8580. It's the toughest job you'll ever love. A public service message of this station. And Peace Corps. Countdown to Cure. Bill Bixby with a message from the Leukemia Society of America. Leukemia is responsible for the deaths of more children than any other disease and more adults than children. Research by the Leukemia Society of America has brought us this close to finding a cure. But we need your help to continue the fight. It'll be a happy day when we put an end to this killer. It's a matter of time. It was Mrs. Browning who wrote, How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. On the other hand, we had Mrs. Cartwright. And we know that right now she must be thinking, How do I kill thee? Let me count the ways. At least this is what Miss Dorcas Downey believes she is thinking. What else is there for Sally but murder? And it isn't my imagination. I know she'll have to kill him. And I don't know what to do about it. Killing, murder. These are things you read about. They happen to other people. People you, you don't know. Every night, when Adam comes home, 
They sit on the veranda, and I know they must be talking about the factory. And so here I am, determined to do something I despise in other people. I am about to eavesdrop. I'm going to sneak across the property line and hide in the bushes. I must make sure. I've asked Terence McKnight to come over here for dinner next Monday. Oh, you're telling? Mm-hmm. I'm ready to begin the legal procedures. Adam, I... I hope you've considered this from every angle. Well, there are no angles, darling. It's something I wanted to do all my life. Yes, but... Well, what did you want to say? Tippecanoe is a potential. The opportunities for profits are unlimited. I'm past all that, my dear. I was once very rich, and I found it wasn't all that it's cracked up to be. Since you were never wealthy, you'll never miss it. The moon and the stars in the Southern Pacific. I was there in the Navy during the war. It's a it's a sight you never forget. You're determined to do it, then? Why do you ask? You know. Well, someone has to be the one to say, go slowly. Yes, yes, go slowly till you find the way, and then, then it's full speed ahead. Now, my mind's made up. How about you? Yes, Adam. My mind's made up, too. The following morning, I saw her leave the house. She was dressed for the city. She had a grim look on her face. I was picking some wild beach plums as she passed me by. Good morning. Good morning. Bound for town, I see. Had any luck? Luck? With Adam. Suppose you let me worry about Adam. September 1st. It's the start of some wonderful sailing weather. Goodbye, Miss Downey. Give my regards to Mr. Tyler. I shouldn't have spoken to her like that. Not in her state of mind. But I'm only human. I've had very few victories to savor in my lifetime. Although, what kind of victory is this? I knew she was going to see Harry Tyler nerve him up for what she wanted him to do. It was a handsome man with a weak chin. She would have to be the forceful one. Lead him at best. We have to talk, Harry. His attorney is coming for dinner Monday night. That's in six days. And we can say goodbye to the factory, to Tippecanoe. But I I thought you said you could talk him out of it. I said I would try. I tried and I failed. Now we have to do something else. What else is there? We'll have to kill him. Sally, what, what are you saying? You know what I'm saying, Harry. We talk around it. But we have to kill him. Murder? Yes, murder. It has to be done before Monday while I can still inherit the factory. I I, I don't know. You know, Harry. You're playing this little game with yourself. But there's no other way if we want to get rich with Tippecanoe. Sally, listen. Harry, to what? We can have a long, soul-searching discussion, but why bother? In the end, there can only be one answer. We have to kill him. gone down to the post office to get the mail. I happened to see her come in on the ferry. 
There is something different about her, something very quiet, frightening. I knew the decision had been made. They were going to kill him. I had to do something. Dorcas, these are just... They're just suspicions on your part. She has to kill him. She married him for his money. The factory. He plans to give it all away. Well, I usually know what's going on around here, and uh, I haven't heard about any such plans. It's a secret. Huh? How come you know about it? Adam told me. Uh, do you expect me to believe that Adam Cartwright would give away a going concern like Kip a Canoe and go sailing around the world in that boat at his age? Sheriff, you must believe me. Dorcas, why don't you go home and get a good night's rest? What could I do? Go to Adam? I could just imagine what he would say to me. Well, did it matter? I would have to try to convince him to save himself, somehow. Hello, Dorcas. Well, I, I thought I'd drop in for a cup of tea. Good idea. Sally isn't home. Oh? Now, she had to go to the city, lots of shopping to do. We have to get ready for the cruise. Oh, that's still on. Oh, yes. Terence is coming over on Monday, and that's when I intend to break the news about the factory. Adam, <laughs> I, I don't know how to say this. Are you sure Sally wants to, uh, well, that she wants the same things you do out of life? Oh, yes. We've talked the whole thing out. We two are like one. Well, look at it from her point of view. She's 30 and you're 67. No, I'm only 65. You are talking to me, <laughs> Adam. Well, <clears throat> I'm an unusually vigorous 67. In ten years, you'll be 77. She'll be just about 40. What are we starting to talk about here, Dorcas? She'll have to spend a great many years of her life without you, Adam. She'll be no longer young or pretty. I know you, Dorcas. You're driving at something. Well, there's only one way to say it, I suppose. Say what? Your wife is having an affair. Well, that's a lie. Why is it a lie? Consider. She's half your age. Well, you don't know what she's really like. She's different. Oh, it gets worse. No, I, I just don't want to hear anymore. She and her lover are planning to kill you. Oh, this is monstrous. Well, it's true. How vindictive. How... How venomous of you, Dorcas. Now, please. Leave. Please leave before I forget that I was raised a gentleman. If I had deliberately set out to make a mess of things, could I have done better? I sat in my kitchen. I made myself a cup of tea. A murder was about to be committed, and there was absolutely nothing I could do about it. I never felt so helpless, so, so frustrated. What was that? A shot. Of course, it had to be a shot. And it came from the direction of Adam's house. No, no, I wasn't dreaming. No, I didn't imagine it. I heard a shot. Had they killed him already? Had they killed him? Of course, of course. 
Sheriff Neary. Sheriff? Sheriff, it's Dorcas Downey. Uh, yes, Dorcas. I just heard a shot. At this hour? Sheriff, Sheriff, I know a shot when I hear one. It came from Adam Cartwright's house. Now, Dorcas, we went through this whole business this afternoon. I am telling you, Sheriff, I had a shot. And you'd better get right up there. I wasn't going to wait for him. I ran over to Adam's house. The front door was open. The bright moonlight streaming in made everything visible. Most of the furniture was overturned. The place was completely upset. And sitting, slumped in his armchair, was Adam Cartwright. I could see the bullet hole in his head. I was so frightened, I wanted to run right out of the house. Then... I heard footsteps approaching and voices. I'd better hide. I stepped back into the kitchen, hoping no one would see me. Sally, Sally, maybe we're... He's probably fallen asleep in his armchair, as usual. But that nosy neighbor, she'll hear the shot. How can she hear the shot? The gun has a silencer. Look, he's sleeping. Now, don't think about anything. Just do it, and it's all over. And then... We'll turn the place upside down and they'll think it was a burglar. But you don't... Harry! Do it. Do it. Just aim it. And now. Pull the trigger. See? See? Now, now let's just make a mess of it in here and... and... Wait, wait, wait. Sally. What is it? Sally. Look at this room. It's been ransacked. Somebody's been here. Wait a minute. What? Your husband... He's got a bullet wound. Yes, that's what it is. In his head. That's not where I aim. See, look, look. Mine hit him in the chest. Harry, do you know what it means? There was an actual burglary, and the thief killed Adam. He did it for us. Oh, good, good. Then, then, then I didn't kill him. Listen, I think we better get out of here. Oh, yes, yes, quickly. Hold it. Hold it. Don't move. All right, where are you going? Uh, Sheriff, it's me, Mrs. Cartwright. Yes, yes, I got a report of a gunshot up here. Now, who is this man? Why does he have a gun in his hand? Take it away from him, Tom. Uh, let's see what we got here. What are you trying to tell me, Dorcas? Sheriff, they didn't kill him. Right after I called you, I ran up to the house... What they had planned to do, shoot at him and then make it look as if the place had been ransacked, had already been done for them by a real burglar. Adam was dead when I arrived, and then almost immediately after, they showed up. Harry Tyler shot Adam without realizing poor Adam was already dead. I saw the whole thing. You did, eh? Well, Dorcas... You're making a generous but a misguided effort to help her. Oh, but, Sheriff, I... Uh-uh. They're obviously lovers. Now, we can prove it. She was married to an old man who had to be in the way. Case is open and shut. The state's attorney wants to go to trial. And I guarantee you he'll get a conviction. And there's nothing you can do about it. Well, I tried. If there's nothing I can do about it... I suppose that will just have to be the end of it. And it was. 
The jury found Sally Cartwright and Harry Tyler guilty of murder in the first degree. Each was sentenced to life imprisonment. Each will be eligible for parole 26 years from now. But you won't have to wait nearly that long to hear from me. Because I shall return shortly. If you've been waiting to buy a new appliance, your white Westinghouse dealer is now offering great values on brand new white Westinghouse 1982 models of refrigerators, freezers, washers, dryers, dishwashers, and ranges. And just when you need it most, white Westinghouse dealers are featuring a great spring price-down event on previous year's models, floor samples, and other price-down values. So buy now and clean up at the white Westinghouse great spring price-down. White Do you have a sight problem that prevents you from reading? Hi, this is Max Morath with news about Choice Magazine Listening, a free service. Six times yearly, Choice Magazine Listening brings you, on eight RPM phonograph records, eight hours of selections from leading magazines. For information, write Listening Box 10, Port Washington, New York, 11050. Remember, it's free. Write Listening Box 10, Port Washington, New York, 11050. A public service message on behalf of the nonprofit Lucerna Fund. If you'd like to take advantage of the current high interest rates in today's money market, but want your money available when you need it, take a moment now to call this toll-free number, 800-228-5000. Ask the operator to send you information on Dreyfus Liquid Assets. Find out just how much income growth you can get from one of the world's largest money market mutual funds. With Dreyfus Liquid Assets, you have the advantage of making withdrawals by phone or paying larger bills with free redemption checks and continue earning high yields compounded daily till your check clears. You can put money in or take it out anytime with never a sales charge or a penalty. But call now, 800-228-5000 for free information and a prospectus, including management fee, charges, and expenses. 800-228-5000. Study the prospectus carefully before you invest and learn how Dreyfus Liquid Assets can help you get the lion's share from today's high interest rates. 800-228-5000. Toll free, 800-228-5000. The game goes on. It's played all around us every day. The game of life and love and death. The game is played according to the rules. And one of the rules, even if it's an unwritten rule, is that May and December cannot long live together. For December must pretend to be warm and May to be cold. Sooner or later, something must snap and break and die, as we have seen. And she'll see again and again, as long as vanity, foolishness, and greed remain in this world. Our cast included Carol Titel, Cynthia Harris, Arnold Moss, and Earl Hammond. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. ...of a northern Irish border town recently received a standing ovation from 1,500 of his parishioners.